Hey, this is Allison. And this is Britt. These are the true stories about the good, the bad, and the funny. Shared by you, but told by us. This is GabFest. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. <laughs> Unless you're one of these people yeah, that we're about to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not so beautiful to, to be a neighbor. Right. Um, makes you kind of want to live out off the grid. Don't you wish you could choose your neighbors? Well, I yeah. tried. I tried when we <laughs> built our house. I wanted you there. You had a lot. My Our good friend had a lot near us. And then you guys all left me. It just ended up not working out. I'm sorry. Yeah. So it's the whole dynamic of neighbors... It's just really hard. Yeah. Because you get people with all walks of life. Mm-hmm. You can't choose your neighbors. They can't choose you. You hope you're not the crazy neighbor. Yeah. And even some of these people that wrote uh, stories in or that sent stories in said, maybe I was like, maybe to yeah, them, am I th- is to it them I'm the crazy neighbor. Absolutely. But they were really driving me crazy. I would say generally in neighbor disputes, if you kind of have an ongoing thing with someone, yeah. They think you're crazy, you think they're crazy, and that's just how it is. Right. I just, you just know. But that's really hard for me. Well, yeah, I don't want people to think I'm crazy, but... Well, I, I, I'll be honest. I like to be liked. <laughs> I pulled up that quote from Michael Scott where he's like, I enjoy being liked. I, I have to be liked, but it's not like this compulsive need to be liked, like my need to be praised. <laughs> no, it's true. I'm a major people pleaser, and so if someone I feel like is frustrated with me or mad with me. Yeah. I don't like it. I get a stomach ache. Yeah. Like for real, like for real. Well, and I'm, <laughs> I, I'm kind of the same way, but I, it's or you don't want them to talk to the other neighbors about correct. you. <laughs> I feel like I would rather just have you feel neutral. Yeah. About just me. Like, like maybe the that maybe I'm not their cup of tea, but like they don't need to feel a way about me, <laughs> but that these, it's hard. Most people, we either feel pretty passionately one way or the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially in stories like these. Oh Yeah. So, well, and I was like thinking, I'm like, neighbors are um, like as close as you'll get to like roommates. Yeah. Like they share your street, they share your fence line, they, they share your grass, you know, next mm-hmm. to you or whatever. You see a lot of the happenings. And so, yeah, you do, you get exposed to more than just your everyday other acquaintance. Like one listener said that every time they have like a family event, barbecue mm-hmm. party, whatever, mm-hmm. the neighbors across the street from her would just pull out all their like lawn chairs <laughs> and just watch. No, that's way weird. That's way weird. And I was like, they just want to be invited. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Ask them over. <laughs> I probably would. If they were seriously, if it looked like they were legitimately just looking right at us, yeah. I'd be like, do you guys want to come get a hot dog? Yeah. I but mean, you have to be careful about that when true. you open that door because I have a real crazy story about if that they're, too. If they're doing that, then they're probably not the type that you want to invite over. Right? Right? Right. And so it's... <laughs> but then you're like, I need to be kind. But it does seem relatively harmless. Like, it seems slightly stalkerish, but yes. they're being really open about it, so it's not, like, secretive yeah. or stalker. Right. That's my biggest fear, is, like, having a creepy, scary neighbor. <laughs> Watched way too much Lifetime for that. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, but speaking of, like, getting invited to the party or, like, like the trying nightmare next to. door or something like that. Like, for sure, that would be the title. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, anyway, this listener said that one summer night, they were um, grilling and getting ready for one of their kids' birthday parties. Their family was going to come over. Okay. And they were living in a rental at the time. Um, and she said, she means this kindly, they were very hillbilly. Okay. And she said, I feel confident saying that because she said, a lot of my family 
are hillbillies. She's like, it takes one to know one, yeah. you know? No, I really. know I know a hillbilly when I see it. Exactly. <laughs> and then she didn't, she meant it in an endearing way, you know, I think. Yeah. But just to paint a picture, she said the guy would wear wife beaters okay. with leather belts with studs on them. I like it. Tucked in, you know. With, it's a little bit Freddie Mercury. Uh, <laughs> Freddie Mercury, maybe on a bad day. And really tight Wranglers. Anyway, and so he was back there in his backyard just watching their backyards like butted up okay. to each other you know just watching them set up and <laughs> you know she's over there grilling hamburgers they mm-hmm. have about an hour before everyone's coming over where they thought we'll just start cooking and everything okay weird and they're like sweeping the deck and all this mm-hmm. stuff during and, the preparations right and he acting like nobody lives there <laughs> so that we can have guests so he, oh she also said he was missing some teeth okay and um his name is ronnie <laughs> and he kept looking over the fence okay so finally, she's like, Ronnie, how are you? And he looked over and Take said... Take a picture. It'll last longer, Ronnie. And he looked over and said, what you doing? And she said, oh, getting ready for a birthday party. And then there was just like this dead silence. That's when you give him a thumbs up and just turn back to what you're doing. I would be like, what are you doing other than watching me? And she said, mind you, other the party wasn't... Other than voyeurism. Wasn't, yeah. She said the party wasn't going to start for another hour, so they were still prepping. But immediately after, she asked, she put in quotes, asked if he wanted a burger. Like, kind of just trying to be nice, like, because he just sat and stared. Do you want a burger? And he looked back at his house and back at them and then back at his house. (laughs) And his eyes got huge. And he yelled, woman, the neighbors are making burgers. Let's (gasps) go. Oh, no. So then he proceeded to jump over. Their back chain link fence. Oh my gosh! With careful, don't beer, get snagged. With a beer in each hand, oh Wrangler's gosh. boots and all. Then he <laughs> like applauded himself as he yelled, "I didn't even spill my beer." <laughs> that is talent. Like so she and her, I've got, I've got to hand it to Ronnie. Right. She and her. That's not the first time. Um, she and her husband were like in my first rodeo in shock that it all happened so fast, and they were like, "Well, this is actually happening." Oh like I was gosh, just no, trying no, to be no. nice. I can't believe that if I'm party prepping and I've got a specific number of people I'm prepping for and then Ronnie and the gang. If bought the food, there's no extra. If her husband bought the food, (laughs) there's extra. And I'm just kidding. You talked about that though. You said Uh in one of our episodes, you said, I always buy like Like just just enough. enough. And And then then your husband's always like, no, we need to go buy a little more. What if? What if someone comes? What if someone wants Someone shows up. Right. So that's why I was saying that. Um, (laughs) Anyway, she said, next thing you know, the woman, his woman and the kids were hopping the fence, throwing their lawn chairs over the fence, <laughs> and they set up shop. They brought their, all their own beers, and they just sat and I mean, watched BYOB. them. B-Y-O-B. They, they sat and watched them. They know them. how to roll, at least in that aspect. They sat and watched them running around, trying to prep, and didn't help, never once asked if they could help. <laughs> and they waited for that whole hour, sitting in their backyard while they got ready, and they stayed for the whole party. And then <laughs> for her son's birthday candles, she did sparklers. Uh-huh. And in the middle of them singing happy birthday, Ronnie blurts out, blurts out above the singing, you mean to tell me you lit sparklers on that there cake? (laughs) I love Ronnie so much. It was so awkward and epic all at the same time. She said, it's a story we all tell often, or they refer to him in their inside jokes as Uncle Ronnie, because he was just like <laughs> Uncle Eddie from Christmas yeah. Vacation. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I'm just picturing it like they've lit the sparklers. They've right. been going for like 10 seconds, and all of a sudden he's like, hang on a minute. 
What is going on right there? That looks like a fire hazard and I'm about it. <laughs> I love me some fire. <laughs> no, I just feel like that's one example of like, you got to be careful of like, the fr- don't open that door. Right. Or- because some people, you give them an inch, they're mm-hmm. going to take a mile. <laughs> and in this case, they're going to take a burger <laughs> or three. Yeah. Bring, bring, bring your own lawn chairs, bring your own beer. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, you get to know these people and you like... Yeah, you see all different sides of them. You see them when you like you were saying, maybe yelling at their kids, mm-hmm. maybe taking advantage of your hospitality, right? Um, or maybe you are seeing them naked. Uh, yeah, or like my, my kids have been running naked outside before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and my neighbors have seen. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, little kids—that's more understandable. It's understandable, and. My mom used to always get after me because she'd be like, make sure your blinds are all the way closed. Right. And I always was just like hurrying from one thing to the other. And she's like, seriously, close your blinds. That's like, my husband for me. Mm-hmm. I am like oblivious. I'm yeah. like, it's some, if they're really working that hard to, to like, look, look in, in the my windows, window, uh-huh. like, I don't know. I feel like they've earned it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this one's for you, man. Uh, <laughs> And hey, you know, like we talked about, now that I've had three kids, I'm like, if you think if that you, you want to check me out. If you want a out, peeping Tom on this, I guess whatever. Desperate like if, times, man. Desperate <laughs> times. In the middle of the day. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding at that part. Oh my but I just, I don't really think about it. And mm-hmm. I give my neighbors the benefit of the doubt. But then my husband's like, you know, if you had to think about if there's a 13 year old boy. Yeah, I have a lot of teens right, on my street. And he's like, if there's walking by, like. You, you might have just taken their innocence, you know, type of thing. So, you know, I'm trying to be better. But I just don't think about it. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Well, this one said that um, a friend happened to be looking out his window one night and must have been probably looking across. Okay. You know, window to window, second story or whatever. Okay. Like on a 90s sitcom. Yeah. How they have their best friend and their windows just happen to butt up. Guys, or like, how come that never up? happened? That was never real. <laughs> that would have been so cool. And you have like walkie talkies. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's exactly. I, haven't haven't all of us dreamed about that? And one of them is in love with the other one, but the other one thinks they're just best friends. <laughs> now and they going. have like some sort of shared clubhouse. And now we're in a Taylor Swift music video. And they okay. have like a code with their flashlights to flip on in the night. If I know, like, where help. were these kids learning Morse code? Yeah, for real. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, we digress. Um, so he saw a person that he knew very well from church. And she was completely naked, mm-hmm. rubbing lotion all over her body. <laughs> Lotioning. Oiling. Oiling. Um, lotioning. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Luckily, she said it wasn't like, he very well was like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. It wasn't like, oh, hello. Yeah, hello Wendy, Wendy, Wendy Peppercorn. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but then. He she was completely naked. Completely naked. Okay. Probably fresh out of the shower, putting lotion on. Because that's what I right. do too. And. But he told a group of his close friends about it. And every time they saw her, um, like at church and stuff like that, they just couldn't un- They were undressing her with, with their, their eyes. eyes. They were just picturing the lotioning yeah. and oiling. Yeah. So be careful out there, I guess. You really do have to be careful. I guess. This is helping me remember that, that I need to, because I'm not <laughs> the best at it. Uh-huh. But again, I think a lot comes down to, uh, I did get several from like apartments, when you, or homes, wall, when you have a shared wall, mm-hmm. that's a whole nother story because yeah. you're hearing things. And I lived in, you know, I lived in a town home, mm-hmm. two different ones. And one of them in particular had like pretty thin walls. Mm-hmm. And if my husband and I were even just talking in our bedroom, mm-hmm. the lady next door would pound on the oh my gosh. wall a couple times. Like, like I, I have to live my life, right? Man. And we're like, like laughing just, and talking. We can't just mime to each other, like our conversation. <laughs> the bedroom is like a no-speak zone. We're just 
doing yeah, like everything's gestures, signals. charades, charades, like two words, <laughs> one thing, like <laughs> The subject is movies. Um, <laughs> so anyway, but at the time, like nothing actually that I can remember was like inappropriate happening. It was a lot of times we were just laughing or talking or being mm-hmm. like, hey, can you grab me my towel or something? And right. she'd be like, boom, boom. Like, chill out, she lady. Really Why are you always up here? <laughs> what I don't understand is I feel like the grumpiest people live in shared living situations. Yeah, like, once again, they need to be the one that Apartments lives off the grid. Like, if go you're get a so trailer mad, and yeah. live a really far away from humans because mm-hmm. you don't like them. <laughs> and they can't even live, like, normal daily lives. Not Without to mention, you heaven forbid, like, you do have a party or something, you know. <laughs> but, um... Well, this person said when she and her husband were newlyweds, they lived in a house that had been weirdly subdivided into four apartments. So... Yeah, I'm guessing like they had a bigger main house yeah. and they're like, okay, let's throw an apartment here, throw an apartment right. here and let's make some rental income. So she said they lived in one of the bottom apartments and every day at the same time, the guy who lived above them would come home from work and pee. <laughs> <laughs> How did she know? Because she could hear him peeing like it was, she was right outside the bathroom door, <laughs> which I do understand. Those laughing plaster walls in those old houses. Well, I do understand my house is similar to this though. Okay. Our master bathroom is right above our living room okay and i could have died one day because i know that i can hear when someone's up there peeing and my husband had friends over watching a movie uh-huh. and i did not feel very good in the tumtums <laughs> and um i was up using my master bathroom because i figured that was the farthest away from the company right. and then after the fact oh no i remembered that you have a very good... There's something with the venting th- there's system. Th- there's something or... with... Because we're right above the living room. Right. And I was just... I, I mean, I didn't say anything, obviously. Like, right. did you guys hear what was happening up there? But <laughs> I know. Hopefully they had, like, the surround Yeah, I, they were watching a movie. Right. And it's because, you know, they were all wanting to gather around watch, like, a Marvel movie, you know? So right. I hope, like, the action scenes oh, were I'm enough. Sure. But I was pretty worried. They're like, Scarlett Johansson is farting this whole movie. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sorry. Anyway, back on track. And she said... They could also occasionally hear their bed squeak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, their fellow basement <laughs> neighbors also loved Miley Cyrus <laughs> and smoking pot. Okay, probably wait. together. Because <laughs> my picturing is like the Miley Cyrus from like uh, Hannah, Hannah Monta- Montana. Uh, yeah. But no, there, it was probably, yeah, more like wrecking ball and stuff. And she said, so they, so the wall that they shared was their bathroom and they'd get a lovely smell of, of weed <laughs> and serenaded by wrecking ball nothing better and nothing like high people singing miley cyrus <laughs> yeah like, nothing like it's a party in the usa yes. <laughs> but yeah i mean you cannot escape the sounds yeah and you pretty much know what's happening in the I different little it. areas well, again, when you're all connected and some places weren't meant to be connected, like that was just meant to be they were, like a It was haphazard. Yeah. So your vent, like all your HVAC system and everything uh-huh. all hooks. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time since I lived in a place like that, a place like that where, but you do realize how well you can hear mm-hmm. noise, especially if you're in the down one. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm, when we lived in your basement, when we were building our house mm-hmm. and we could hear the footsteps oh, yeah. so bad mm-hmm. or like a chair sliding mm-hmm. against yeah. the floor. And we were like, wow, like that's loud. So mm-hmm. when you... When that's somebody that you're with, mm-hmm. or like no, uh-huh. but when it's someone you don't know, you just have to guess. Like you were saying, <laughs> is, are they dropping bowling balls yeah, or yeah, whatever? For sure. Um, this listener said it was one of those situations where she kind of doesn't know if maybe she would be considered the bad neighbor because okay. the tables mm-hmm. kind of turned. Okay. Because at first, when they <laughs> lived in, in you know these apartments when they were very first married, um, she would she would she said it was like clockwork two in the morning. Oh no. 
oh thump, no, thump, oh thump no. against there. Like, do you guys set an alarm? Yeah. Like, what's and going if on? If I'm setting an alarm for that, it ain't gonna be at two a.m. <laughs> no Let me way. tell you that much. Seven thirty p.m. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so she said it was like clockwork. They just hear this. Thump thumping oh and they're like word. and it would wake them up and then uh-huh. they're like well we know what's happening and Shoot. they just let it go well yeah like what are you gonna do so she said at some certain points it even kind of sounded like very x-rated so like it's Yikes. hard to like ignore that yeah it is like you're like um knock four times if you're, if you're okay if you feel safe don't forget the safe word oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> so anyway at one one time her husband did actually like pound yeah, on the yeah. wall like i uh-huh. can't handle this and it didn't stop them they just kept on going they probably didn't notice or they didn't mind well, um maybe <laughs> they're into that so anyway she said a few months later they actually welcomed their first baby and so any typical newborn you know it's they're up, up at weird night. hours mm-hmm. crying and so one night during like a late night feed slash diaper change they heard the typical thumping sound right oh but gosh. it was coming from a different shared wall and for the next few nights, this like continued to happen. And she said, it turns out their neighbors switched their bedroom to the other bedroom. And she said, it's pure speculation, but we're pretty sure they moved rooms because of our baby, baby. crying. And she and said, like, now I don't know who the terrible neighbor they're, is. They're the ones that have written in and be like, someone's a crying baby. Right. And interrupted our 2 a.m. sessions every time. Yeah. And but I said, okay, a crying baby is something that can't be controlled. Yeah. You, you're should be able to make whoopee time is any time it it seems like it doesn't have to be then right um but hey guys maybe i feel like this is gonna be like a subject maybe but yeah i feel like did you get a lot of complaints about this i mean it is what i it is what it is and and there were times when i lived in a condo and i had a baby that cried a lot in the night but i always worried between whatever like crying baby or whatever because there were times when i heard my neighbor coughing in the night whoa i know i know so i'm like if you're sick like yeah. these condos they diarrhea cu- they're throwing cutting, they're, coughing they're sex. cutting corners and so you can hear all manner yeah. of things so i'm sure on our side too they were like there's screaming crying whatever's going on yeah someone's got the flu like right they were probably able to complain about us too correct and this person said that she would hear her neighbors mm-hmm. but it was really bad because she was in the middle floor and oh. there was upstairs neighbors and downstairs neighbor okay. neighbors. And she's like, I don't know how they coordinated this. But sometimes it was the same time. It's like a symphony. <laughs> <laughs> Some kind of band it's going like on. a symphony. <laughs> Not that kind. <laughs> Just keep listening. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not appropriate. And so... But yeah, I'm like, seriously, I, you're just sandwiched in there. Yeah. And who are these reckless people in the like, middle of the night? I mean, how do you maybe on occasion, but don't you got jobs? <laughs> don't you got kids you got to wake up for? I mean, oh man. Okay. Along those lines, it's not the noise one, but this listener said that they have a neighbor that they've actually become pretty good friends with over the last like two and a half years of living by each other and their dogs have become friends okay so her dog is very familiar with the neighbor's house from them playing and stuff okay and so she was letting her dog out last week this was recent late at night and the dog just bolted to the neighbor's back door before she could even grab her she wasn't on a leash and she said i know i'm your responsible mom dog okay <laughs> or dog, dog mom, mom. <laughs> and um she heard like this from her neighbor's house ah as her dog bolted in their door like oh my gosh uh-huh. i don't know if it was a dog door or if mm-hmm. somehow the the dog got the door open or mm-hmm. what and um she said turns out the neighbor her friend was fully dressed or i guess not she was dressed for some love oh 
Oh, so she was in some lingerie. Yep. (laughs) She said, thankfully, she didn't see her at all, but it was a close one. So then I said, well, wait. So how did you know? Did the dog tell you? (laughs) I think you saw. And you're just not admitting. And she just said. That you saw Victoria's secret. And thankfully, she laughed at my joke. And she said, basically, that no later the neighbor was like, hey, I'm sorry that I didn't like. Come out. Come out. Well, when she apologized, I'm so sorry that the dog got in your house. And then she Mm -hmm. was like, well, I'm sorry I didn't, like, come out. Yeah. I wasn't really dressed. I was was in my lingerie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's just very personal sides of you come out. Yes. And there are times when I've, like, laid out on the tramp in my swimsuit. And Uh my neighbors probably have seen me. You know, all the things. We had a neighbor across the street from us when we were first married that would lay out in like her tube top uh-huh. and shorts mm-hmm. and she was babe she was a babe <laughs> she's um, looking too hot you're like please just put that away for our, our sake but then sometimes she'd kind of like wander over and chat with us oh, like uh-huh. in her layout gear you uh-huh. know we lived in townhomes and she didn't go in the back she went in the front oh so it's kind of like it might have been a bit intentional like maybe a little <laughs> attention seeking uh-huh. but um i mean she I, looked dang you, good you got it you're feeling it yeah she's so like- <laughs> i was just like well I don't know if I need to see you and raise you and then I go out, but I'm not doing that. <laughs> well, um, this person said that her new husband at the time was walking out on his porch in the morning because he wanted to see the sunrise. Mm-hmm. So pretty precious, right? <laughs> um, but without- Actually, no. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty early, man. Yeah, I'll um, go with a sunset. Yeah, but I guess he wanted to admire the sunrise and that's pretty cool, but... Without realizing it, he put his hands in his pants um, to hold on to his thing. Okay. Because it's just a a personal habit. It's not just personal. It's not just him. There's a lot of men that do this. It's weird. I don't know. He's just like admiring the sunset. I think it's because it's warm down there. And hanging on tight. in case your hands are just a little chilly. (laughs) Oh, the sunset. Here we go. Let's settle in. Anyway, he was sitting out on his front porch just hanging on tight and enjoying the view. Okay. Hanging on tight. (laughs) He didn't even realize that his neighbor across the street was watching this whole thing right like oh what's what's dan doing he out there he really likes a the good s- sunrise <laughs> i mean it is morning time oh my gosh. <laughs> yikes dan and, and so he was like it was so unintentional he didn't even realize like i'm out in public and doing this right and then later it's kind of like how like i was a nail biter most of my life and you don't you even know you're, you're biting doing your nails yeah. yeah and so <laughs> and so later like little these guys different. became friends and he's like I saw you out there right. like, holding on to your dinghy, yeah. watching the sunrise, <laughs> watching well, something else come up. Here's the th- <laughs> sorry, sorry. Don't be sorry. That was good. Here's the thing: um, when you get caught like that, I'm like doing the motion. By the way, as I'm telling she's this. holding her crop. No. Uh, <laughs> like it's almost weirder if you hurry and pull your hands out because then you because seem then guilty. you seem like you've been doing something bad you're like so no you're this like, is just how no, i stand i'm just being totally normal right now with <laughs> my hands out here down my pants and then you know the moms next door are like there is a pervert living next door <laughs> yeah who's out watching waiting for kids to go to school with grabbing his junk <laughs> oh my gosh Keep your hands out your pants, dudes, okay? <laughs> Just to avoid anything like that. Yeah. Okay, this listener said they were living in Hawaii, and they were living in, like, a student married housing type of situation. So probably pretty cheap. Yeah. Um, their upstairs neighbors, I guess, had a habit of doing the deed okay. rather loudly, and then they always turned on the office right after. <laughs> <laughs> 
And she said one day they were in the shower at the same time, like that, that's how you can tell. Like that's so gross that you know that. You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. you hear the Might water. Might as well be living in a hostel at that point. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, she they're in the shower at the same time, and she hears the wife ask the husband, "Do you think anybody can hear us?" <laughs> and like, the husband you says, "Been like dun 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 dun, like on the wall." No, I would have been like, "No, we can't hear you at all." <laughs> you know, <laughs> I would have answered her question, and the husband says, "No, sound travels up." It's not heat. That's what she just said. She goes, that's heat, not sound. Because <laughs> like, like whales communicate right. via sound under the ocean and water. It's not like we're all above the ocean like being like, hearing, hearing the whale. And then someone in an airplane is like, I heard a whale. Like, no, heat. My goodness. That is so funny. I probably, I, I don't know. Now that I'm older, I would have answered them. If I were living oh, yeah. right next door to him, and I'd be like, oh, you it know. It depends on if, like, you thought you might become friends or see each other. If yeah. I didn't think I was ever going to see him, I'd mm-hmm. be like, yep, we can yep, hear we you. Yep, we can hear you. And by the way, we love The Office, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yes. Um, but this person said that these people lived in an apartment complex. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you know, those cheap apartments you live in your very first apartment yes. type situation so she said half that, the time the lock doesn't work yeah or a toilet doesn't flush and you can't get a landlord over there to save your life oh heck no fixed. heck no <laughs> and they said that their dryer was on the back porch so that's, what <laughs> that's what i'm saying like these speaking of hillbillies yeah, like that's what i'm saying these cheap apartments that you live in at the very beginning of your like 20s and they're yeah. a little bit weird mm-hmm. you know so this guy was out doing his laundry on the back porch mm-hmm. and he turned around and saw the neighbor doing the exact same thing, but <laughs> she was in her underwear. Oh, like, I mean, so laundry everybody's day. washer and dryer, dryer was on their back porch. I guess so. Is this and like she- in the bayou? Like what is happening? <laughs> She's, he said she full on <laughs> He's screamed. like, when I say washer and dryer, I mean the crick that we all share. <laughs> it's a washboard and a rock. <laughs> <laughs> Someone, someone's out there with like their cigar and like their <laughs> straw hat and their tub of like um, and someone's out there playing the spoons yeah. <laughs> and the banjo yeah. and their and their moonshine yeah. or whatever and <laughs> even rude yeah. um, it's, <laughs> it's laundry day I can't I out this is the only thing yeah. I have left is my well, underwear. That's why she's wearing her underwear she's it's way past laundry day <laughs> but then she full on screams it's like. What do you expect? expect. Like, grab you it where it's even, even if all your towels are dirty. Like, yeah. I don't know what. Throw something on. Yeah. Your unders. Anyway, because she full on screamed her head off, a bunch of people ran outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's Just like see, when you say, don't look over here. And then, then everyone's, everyone's like, everyone where? Look. Yeah. So if you want to be discreet, uh-huh. you're like, you scream it in your panties. You need to do. <laughs> everyone's going to look at you. Yeah. And then they think you're in distress. Yeah. Yeah. If you're in that situation, if you have to stop, drop and roll. Right. Same concept as if you're on fire. Right. (laughs) Basically. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, you can't do your chores in your underwear, especially if you go outside to do your chores. Outside chores equal clothes. (laughs) Although it's hilarious what you would see me wear to mow my lawn when I was like a teen. And like do uh-huh. the yard work because if if I was going to be outside, I was going to be getting a tan. No wonder our neighbors came over to breathe, breathe heavily next to your bed. <laughs> you did too. <laughs> I did too. I did too. Wear like my swim top and shorts uh-huh. to do my. And now you see me with my SPF, a giant straw hat, <laughs> my back brace. I'm looking like a and my true crime head po- air, air, AirPods, AirPods in. in rather than like my like ghetto rap music that I used to listen to mm-hmm. on my boom box that I take out there. And oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so let's see. 
speaking of, I guess, I don't know, creepy neighbors or just kind of weird happenings, okay. you know, with the people living around right. you. Not everybody's normal. Yeah, you're right. Every There's actually a lot of weirdos. Uh, <laughs> so, I'm weird. I fully own it. Yeah. I'm weird, but not scary weird. Yeah, like there's, not in a threatening way. Right. There's not a, <laughs> I mean, there's scary weird, and then there's, there's like regularly, quirky. Yeah, quirky, quirky. <laughs> so this person said, after watching an Elizabeth Smart documentary. Always a bad they idea. Had, they had... I've watched one too many of those. Okay, so then she says she decides to look up the sex offenders in your area. We will be linking that in our bio. <laughs> no, it's true. You can do that very easily, but I just don't feel like doing that in that sequence was a great idea. Right. Just let yourself get a good night's sleep. Yeah. Anyway. Actually, you're not going to be getting a good night's sleep <laughs> after watching an Elizabeth Smart documentary. Yeah. So she said she was being a paranoid mom. Mm-hmm. You know, like, okay, are my kids in danger right, right. now? So... She looked it up, and right next door, oh my gosh. It's not funny. It's no, not, it's not. It's not. But right. We laugh when we're uncomfortable, folks. If you can't tell, yeah. this is our coping mechanism is to make jokes about bad stuff. Anyway, <laughs> she said that a man right next door was accused of sexual exploitation of a minor. Oh my gosh. And he also had six bunnies that he let roam. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. He had six bunnies. Seems irrelevant, but it just adds to the rudeness factor, you know? Well, yeah, if he's like, hey, kids, come pet my bunnies. That's true. Yeah, like, that's scary. Or if he just liked to watch bunnies or something. I don't know. But, yeah, so he had six bunnies that he let roam in the backyard, and they procreated often. Yeah, see? And then they they would poop everywhere and mount it up against their fence. Well, they... Wait, would he? I wonder if he mounted the poop against the. No, no, the poop didn't get mounted. The The bunnies would mount because they procreate often. Oh, mount. I thought they meant like the poop was mounting up against. Oh, like a mountain of poop. Oh, yeah. No, different kind of mountain. (laughs) Different kind of mountain. Uh, (laughs) She's like, between the bunnies and the sex offender registry, we moved. Yeah. Like, sometimes you just got to make the move. You can't make them move. (laughs) Yeah. So you got to do you, boo. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. Moving is the worst. It and is. so I have heard people say, like, maybe you should move. Like, mm-hmm. when you're complaining about a neighbor, I've heard people, or if someone is, I've heard people be like, you should just move. And I'm like, that is not easy. I know. These days with the housing market. <laughs> again, I've got some people that, like an old person. I've but. got some people that I know that are, they have, they just, not that long ago, built a beautiful home mm-hmm. and they built it themselves. So everything to their specifications. Yeah. And they're wanting to move because, because of, of neighbors? their neighbors. Can you believe that? No, it's so hard. Neighbors really do make a pretty big difference. If, yeah, if they're if it's going to be a constant yeah. thing, then yeah, you're like, if this is sort of making my life miserable, yeah. I might have to take you know take the plunge and go move. Well, the hard thing is, is like in the seller's disclosure, they don't have to tell, tell you. people if uh-huh. their neighbor is weird. Uh-huh. And um, but like maybe you should write into your contract. I would like to camp in your front yard for a week. <laughs> Who's willing to do that? And see the happenings. Well, it's easier than moving and then yeah, and you then live by a regretting sex it. offender. <laughs> Gosh. I actually check that registry quite a bit, but um, I don't have any in my town so far. That they've reported. That we know of. <laughs> <laughs> my husband always texts your husband and is like, your town is in the news a lot. It is. It's like we've got nothing better to do. <laughs> then report yourselves it's to the news. It's a small town. <laughs> small town. When you're in, living in a small town, things like speeding tickets get in the news, you know? Yeah. And, and like... <laughs> I don't know, toxic algae. <laughs> Woo-woo. Health hazards, yeah. you know. Public health hazards. Um, we always just joke that it becomes a new story. It's us trying to keep people away. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. don't sure. you come here. We have toxic algae and crooked cops. Um, <laughs> so, 
the bunny thing kind of reminded me okay. of some of the animal ones that, that we've gotten. And that's a hard one for me. Like the mm-hmm. animal thing is hard. I have chickens. Yeah. And then I used to have a dog mm-hmm. and our chickens are, um, we used to just, we have like a big, uh, run for them to be out in, but mm-hmm. we used to just let them out in yeah. our yard and they would stay in the fence, but then they started getting more brave mm-hmm. and there was a few, like they'd wander Not into such neighbors. <laughs> They ain't mean chicken. Um, so anyway, they would wander into some of the neighbors' yards, and some of my neighbors were like, "Oh, I love it! Like, I kind of just love having these little Cute chickens little, yeah. around." But they did go to one neighbor's house and like scratch up their bark. Oh yeah, and you know when you lay that bark down in your landscaping, that's mm-hmm. like a whole other story. So we had just they just nicely came over, said, "Hey, just so you know," and we're mm-hmm. like, "Hey." Cool. We won't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, all can be handled that way. Yeah. Right? Because we have chickens, too. And we kept our chickens on the far side by the fence of our neighbors. And they complained, saying their dogs would eat the chicken poop that would go under the fence. And I was like, that sounds like your dog's problem. Um, you should train your dog not, not to, to be disgusting. <laughs> but we moved it. Yeah. Yeah. No, really. You do. You yeah. just have to be, like... Flexible. Flexible. And so the animal thing is really hard because there's sometimes there's only so much you can control. But then you also realize, well, my neighbor just shouldn't have to bend over backwards for my animal. Right. Like, yeah. I would never tell the neighbor that like that we scratched up the bark to be like, well, you should lay rock instead of bark. Right. Right. Because when they won't be able to scratch it up, I'm just like, oh no, I better not let my chickens out. Yeah. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So anyway, with that being said, the the listener that wrote in, I guess they have a boxer, um, bigger dog. Right. And uh-huh. some people have like weird things about certain breeds. Like we had a pit yeah. bull, mm-hmm. our family. And so some people just automatically were scared of it. So I can understand where she probably feels that way about a boxer. So anyway, she said that her next door neighbor and their family. The that, most vicious dog I ever met was like a corgi. Right? I got two times. I got bit on the face by a, um, those little white ones, a Pomeranian. <laughs> on the face. Yeah. <laughs> and it peed on me. The same one. <laughs> Different occasions. So I'm just saying. Yeah. Anyway, so this, um, they had some neighbors and... So the next door neighbors were outside with their family who didn't live there. And the lady who didn't live there came over to their house to tell them, hey, your dog's out. They had no idea the dog had gotten out. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, the oldest daughter had come out to the garage and was yelling the dog like, hey, come on, come back inside. Mm -hmm. So um, so it's like all happening at once. So they're like, hey, your dog's out. But the daughter was already calling the dog. Yeah, she's got it under control. Right. So as the dog went bolting to listen to the daughter Uh and the lady that was still over by the house Mm -hmm. went, like uh-huh freaked out freaked out because the dog went running past her mm-hmm. and in doing so oh, no. the dog nipped oh, and uh, bit uh, her uh, hand oh and so and i feel bad because i like what calm down lady <laughs> uh, you know but but at the same time maybe in her moment she mm-hmm. thought the dog was running at her or yeah, hurt yeah. her or whatever so anyway b- bites her hand and she is screaming like bloody murder oh, just no. like way crazy way over dramatic so they were like, we took 100% accountability. We right. apologize. We're like, we're so sorry, trying to help her. And yeah. well, the lady is like screaming at her and screaming no. at them. And like her arm was ripped off. <laughs> so all these neighbors like come running over to help her. She's like, have you ever seen the movie Soul Surfer? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Somebody get a tourniquet. <laughs> anyway, she calls the cops and she insists oh, no. like an ambulance come, oh, my comes. God. Oh, and my her gosh. husband and her are bawling, like oh, feeling my. horrible yeah, about this. Yeah. And they don't want to like downplay like you're hurt. not even that hurt. You know <laughs> like, what I mean? But they're also in their head. They're looking at her hands like she isn't hurt. You yeah. Know? She's yeah. like, it's okay. And she asks, um, she demands that. 
that an ambulance comes and she tells him like, you are terrible people. Your dog <gasps> needs to die. Oh gosh. And she asks um, for the ambulance to take her to the hospital, oh, but they gosh. are telling her, you, you don't, don't need stitches. You don't need I'm to go sorry. to the hospital. No matter how good your insurance is, an ambulance run is no joke. Right. Come on, lady. That's but she was going to have them pay for 100%. it. A hundred percent. So she basically was like, they, they showed that the dog was fully vaccinated. So they're like, mm-hmm. you don't even need any shots and again i don't it wasn't even enough to get stitches so i would assume mm-hmm. it was barely like a scratch or okay. like a little poop. and so anyway before they leave they apologize like 800 more times <laughs> and they ask is there anything we can do and they basically respond well you'll be hearing from our lawyers <sighs> and so again she wanted to reiterate like we had taken they had taken all the blame uh-huh. this never should have happened they move on well a couple months later they had um, they had to go to court over the Gosh. whole thing. They paid their fines and the judge told them that there's an ER bill still out, huh. but it had been sent to the judge instead of to the attorneys. And so they were like, the judge ruled it out and was like, it's too late. You yeah. did not show this at the time. Uh-huh. Plus probably because they had told her like, you don't need to go to the ER. Yeah. <laughs> that, that this, you cannot, you don't need to play it, pay it. You're not responsible. So they're like, whew. Yeah. So especially seeing like, since they had done everything that they could to make sure everything was okay. I guess this was all in the middle of summer. Well, flash forward all the way two days before Christmas. They get a letter in their mailbox from this lady saying she had a $900 bill from the ER and she had gone to the state to get them to pay it. And the state declined. (laughs) And so she had gone to the judge again and he declined. And so because he had already settled it in court. So her husband decides I'm going to walk next door and I'm just going to talk to her, you know, so she, so he doesn't sound good. (laughs) So he walks next door and he just kind of says, listen, I know this like, isn't your problem, but I had cancer this last year and we're paying medical bills for that. And my wife just had surgery. So this is the listener that Uh that this is happening to. And he said, we don't just have money sitting in our account that I can give to you, Uh but I've talked to your insurance and they said they will cover the bill. Uh You just need to call them and give them our information. Mm -hmm. And she freaked out at him again and was like saying that she doesn't give a crap about what they're going through and that she legally can't call the insurance company and that she expects cash right now. Oh my gosh. And he reminded her, listen, it's two days before Christmas. Oh my gosh. And she was like, I expect a check or I'll be calling my lawyer. Oh my word. So now ever since then, they have found them like in their backyard against their fence, egging their dog on. <gasps> the dog that bit him. Oh they're gosh. trying to get the cops yeah. to... They're trying to get the dog to bite him it's again. It's like on Beethoven. Like, oh my you know, when he's like, yeah. the dog bit me and he's yeah. like getting him all mad and then yeah. squirts ketchup on him. That's what it's reminding <laughs> me of. Beethoven. You know? Yeah. And so they, and they even, <laughs> anyway, she just said they have been out for blood yeah. and cannot get over it. Oh my and gosh. she said... No, I would be so scared if they were sitting there egging my dog on. Because after a while, dogs are not going to... If you're being mean to the dog, they're going to fight back. Right. (laughs) And again, now, if you were to ask the other people, they would tell you the the flip story and how crazy they are. And that's what sucks about these types of things is (laughs) there's... Well, I always say there's three sides to every story. Yeah. There's, there's, and, and then the, the right one. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But you it's know what I mean? True. Because everybody has a different perspective. So if you just, if, you, if y'all just sit down <laughs> and really talk about it without screaming, uh-huh. I feel like that's going to make a pretty big difference. <laughs> well, it's just so crazy because things get legal and physical. Yes. Like more often than you realize. And here in America, we're really so happy. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. we have a pretty good, um, legal system as far compared to like a lot of other countries uh-huh. i took like an international 
business and law class, I think business something in college and, um, <laughs> business something. They did class. talk about how Who like, knows? it, you know, in, in the United States, we're very heavy on like paperwork and contracts and uh-huh. pictures and videos because we know our court system has things in place and we're all about just like throwing the book at him, like throwing the papers at him <laughs> yeah. and being like, I am suing you. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're very Sue happy here. <laughs> yeah. Probably not for the best. Um, but this person said that when he moved into this neighborhood, he had just this terrible neighbor and he didn't want to rake his leaves or mow his lawn. Mm-hmm. And so this person that so that wrote, wrote in, he would rake his leaves. Okay. He goes, oh, so, he, would he rake his own or you're saying he'd rake his, his own, neighbor's he leaves? Would, he would take care of his oh, yard, okay. but his neighbor wouldn't. But then the neighbor would like take the leaf blower and blow more leaves onto his oh, lawn. Oh, no. And so... <laughs> It's a losing battle already. Yeah. Raking leaves is already a losing game. Yeah. And so basically this guy was like raking up his neighbor's leaves because of right. this dirty, dirty trick he was doing. <laughs> and so they just, they automatically did not get along. Mm-hmm. And he said he ended up getting a dog. Who? The the guy that does his yard. Okay. The and listener that wrote The in. listener that wrote in. And it was a Sheltie and they are known to bark a lot. Yes. But that's what they had. So <laughs> anyway, um, usually they wouldn't leave the dog out too long. Like they understood kind of, you know, like, okay, this is, he's a barker yeah. and, and I also know that I have a terrible neighbor, right. so I'm going to just, we're going to do our best. Right. But he's like today, it was like the day just all the worst things happened. His wife was pregnant and mm-hmm. she was having, that's the worst. How dare she? <laughs> His wife was pregnant and she was having like really terrible back pains and she was having a UTI oh. and they had to go see like a urologist. Mm-hmm. And so they were going to see the doctor a bunch that day. And then they also had a family graduation. Right. So they were really trying to make it to the graduation and also the doctor's appointments and all this kind of stuff. So the dog ended up staying out in the yard all day longer. Yeah. And so, and Subsequently was barking mm-hmm. a lot. So he's like, so we basically had like a really stressful, bad weekend. Right. The neighbor came over and said, I'm going to shut up your blank dog. Okay. He said it escalated real quickly because words starting getting exchanged. The bad neighbor slapped him. What? Yes. A man a slapped man- a man? Yeah, he slapped him and spit in his face. Oh my gosh. I know. I know. I was like, oh my gosh. So this guy... This is when I would rage. I would rage. If someone spit and in my slapped face, you? I can't even handle it when my kids are talk spitting. <laughs> let alone if someone like deliberately pulls a loogie and spits in my mm-hmm. face. So this guy, you know, is obviously enraged and <laughs> decides to full on punch him in the, the face. face. <laughs> so anyway, I, I don't blame him on the punching. No, like, it's, he's he's I guess defending yes. himself because the other guy hit first. Guys, we have been wearing masks for 2 years and people are spitting in people's faces. <laughs> I don't think this was super recent. Oh, okay. <laughs> but anyway, the cops got called. Yeah. The guy, the slap spitter, yeah. got charged with assault. What about the puncher? And the puncher got charged with disorderly conduct. <laughs> I know. I'm like, you guys both got charged. Yeah. I'm like, that is crazy. His poor pregnant wife is probably oh my sobbing gosh. inside he with had her the- UTI and her back pain. And she's like, now my husband's getting hauled off. And yeah. Tossed. She's, yeah. She's miserable. Yeah. Her pee pee hurts. Yeah. And he's punching people in the front the yard. yard and the, there's a cop call. He had to take a plea deal. Looking real classy. He really did. <laughs> he did have to take a plea deal. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's 
said it's kind of along the lines of like what you do with traffic school and speeding tickets. Like you plead, oh. you plead guilty and you, then you can kind of like, you can do like, uh, do something. I don't know if it's anger management. I don't know. Community service, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I just thought that was so crazy. Oh my gosh. I didn't see it going there. Yeah. This, another one, um, another listener said her dog was a six month old puppy. And just to preface this a little bit, she had a neighbor move next door. It was just a single woman, probably in her mid forties and no kids, you know, all that. So my, so this listener had two little kids and a six month puppy, six Mm -hmm. month old puppy. So there were some renovation stuff and yard stuff going on at the house next door. Okay. So this listener's husband went over to talk to some of the construction workers and stuff that were doing the work uh-huh. and about what they were going to do and what, what was happening. And the construction workers, landscapers, whatever kind of said, well, we're going to go ahead and leave these trees that kind of border the yards to kind of keep things separate between you two. Mm-hmm. And he, he was kind of like, what? You sound, like, you sound like you're our mom. It's like, we need to keep you guys separ- so, separated. Well, kind of. Yeah. Just like, and, and, and then he was kind of like, oh, okay. And then they said, yeah, she's not your biggest fan. Oh no. And they were kind of like, she was going on and <gasps> on about you guys and how like your dog, this and that and the other barks, whatever. And then they said that your children go over and knock on her door <laughs> in not dressed without shoes on. <laughs> and then he, they said, and they said they saw your child fall from a ladder oh in your yard. And so she was, so, so then her husband's like, uh, so he comes over to tell his wife, uh-huh. like, this is what she said about us. Oh my gosh. So she started thinking about like where, where this neighbor would be getting it from. Yeah. She said one time her little boy went next door and knocked on her door. Mm-hmm. Once. Fully clothed, not in a, just a diaper. <laughs> she said another time and there's like a little playhouse and a tramp and her little boy did fall off a ladder, but she saw it happen uh-huh. and like ran right out, uh-huh. you know? So she's it's not like they have like scaffolding right. that the kids are just like <laughs> rusty nails falling off of naked out two there. Two stories up. Right. And so... <laughs> She was mad. Right. So, and then, um, her dog like ran and it ran over to the, to the crazy neighbor's okay. house. Well, since the buildup of what had happened before with right. her spreading rumors, <laughs> she like said something about it to the husband and was like, your dog just knocked me over, like charged <laughs> at me, knocked me over. It's a six month old puppy. Like, so this listener was dead. It yeah. was like, no more Miss Nice Girl. No more just ignoring the problem. Yeah. And she marched over there oh, and no. was like, what's your problem kind of thing, yeah. you know? And she was like, well, your dog knocked me over. And she was like, it is a puppy. It's a six-month-old puppy. And then she was like, and I don't believe you. I just don't believe you anyway. Because you're making up all sorts of lies about us. Anyway, and she just told her off and was like, how much longer do you have left to live here? And she's like, I don't know, six months or something uh-huh. like that or whatever. And she was like, Good. Oh no. And she just straight up, she was like, I'm done. And yeah. she was like, don't talk to us. Don't talk about us. There's light at the end of the tunnel on that one. Some oh, people for sure. have to live like 20 years next to Right. Neighbors. Yeah. But she, she's like, I don't feel bad. She goes, but, but again, in this scenario, I'm sure I'm the crazy one to her because mm-hmm. I came over and got mad and defended myself. But she's like, she's the one telling random construction workers that were like non-fit parents. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I have to say I'm proud of her because I avoid confrontation like the plague. Oh, yeah, totally. And I feel like I would have just gone over and be like, <laughs> you're saying I'm a bad mom. And yeah. Then, like crying in a hot mess. And it sounds like she delivered it like fairly well, eloquently or yeah. like. No, it's true. But what we have found is a lot of you are ready to tell your stories. This was 
a lot of stories. We had a lot of hot. you guys coming in hot pretty darn quickly. Yeah. Because I think, yeah, everyone feels like, no, I need my story told. I have this terrible neighbor. Yeah. And, and you can't really talk to the other neighbors right, about it. you can't. Because then it's like you're being a gossiping little, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. And, and there are nosy neighbors that want to mm-hmm. know everything. And mm-hmm. I've been nosy before. Like, if an ambulance is down the road. I want to know if everything's okay. Well, yeah. Uh, last season we talked about when the CSI was like in front of my house yeah. and I was very concerned and I went out there to see what, if I, right. like, if Should I needed I be to concerned? be, do I need to be scared? Cause I had people in my neighborhood texting me being like, what's happening in, by your house. Right. So I was like, do I need to tell my friends like also to be hide concerned? your kids, hide your wife. Yeah. <laughs> right. But there was this one time. So there was this girl that lived across the street and she is just a di- like a little different breed like she's always out there like with her music yes, bumping she is. with like F-bomb. when i lived when i yeah. lived there, i would just crack <laughs> up like wow because like she'd be out i don't even know she would be out cleaning your car cleaning your car out but she'd have her stereo blasting with like f-bombs going and this is like a very family friendly quiet quiet neighborhood. street yeah. so it felt very off and and then she would get in fights with her boyfriend in the driveway and stuff and so one day i go out to to check my mail and she just so happens to be having a cat fight with a friend. <laughs> yes, now I remember you telling <laughs> me this. I was like, I didn't want to go partway across my yard and then just take a U-turn once I realized what was happening because that also is weird. Yeah. So like, I'm just going to go get my mail and just get back in my house. Mm-hmm. But of course, I'm kind of like side-eyeing. I'm like looking out of the corner <laughs> of my eye, like watching yeah. this unfold. And they can like, I think they kind of saw that I was like looking at them yeah. because all of a sudden... They were arguing about something. They're like, I don't even care. I don't even care. That neighbor lady right there, she can be my witness to what I'm coming over here to do. <laughs> and like, I was like, uh-uh, looking around uh-uh. like, what neighbor and lady? It was me. Yeah, was I me. know. They saw I me. <laughs> and so I was like, uh-uh. and I like ran, got my mail, and, like ran inside my house. Yeah. And it's just so funny. Like, yeah, I was kind of curious about what was happening. I just, you, you get curious. You, if well, if someone's, happening. if someone's screaming and yelling and like getting pushy, yeah. you're kind of like, uh, you know, I can't just totally ignore it, well, right? Someone about to spit in someone's face and, or punch and punch him or slap face. him. So I don't know. Best of luck to you guys. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, so when I was in college, we had this group of guys in the apartment next door and one of them did, wasn't going to school, even though most everybody was going to the university, he was in the police academy, but okay. he, I think he just was wanting to get out and like be in that atmosphere yeah. with like kids his age and stuff. Yep. And so he came over to visit he was supposed to be like our church home teachers that's what they called him then and he was supposed to come visit but it just so happened that like i was the only one home and he was by himself okay so like read the room you know like i just feel like come back with your companion you're supposed to have like a companion that you come visit with and then maybe have me be with someone else right yeah so but he just kind of asked if he could come in and hang out and visit okay and i was like making a quesadilla or something (laughs) you know and then he was just chatting with me chatting with me and I'm like asking him what he's going to school for. And he's like, no, actually I'm in the police academy. And then we were talking about that. And next thing you know, <laughs> it sounds scary, but it's, it was kind of, he was like, well, yeah, now I'm, I'm almost official, blah, blah, blah. And he pulls out a gun. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I was over at the microwave, um, heating up, like I said, a quesadilla or something. And I dropped something kind of being like, yeah, kind of shocked, shocked, you know, cause he just was wielding his gun. And when I came up from picking up my thing the microwave door was open <laughs> so when i came up i smacked my head like so hard on the microwave door that i like went down into like a ball on the floor and i was like oh my gosh oh my gosh and he and then he's like oh my gosh i'm like no 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 stay back because i was like he has a gun 
out. If one of your roommates came home. No. So then I oh. get up off the floor and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I like feel dizzy, whatever. <laughs> so then I have to go sit on the couch uh-huh. because I like literally hit my head so hard. And I was like, could you please put that gun away? Like <laughs> I, I, I'm not, I know you're probably very comfortable with it, but like, it's making me uncomfortable. And he started, he went on being like this old thing, you know, kind of being like, it's on safety. Look, the safety's on, like holding it up. And I'm Listen. like, I don't really care. Like, <laughs> I just want, I just, I, I, I'm nervous around guns and I was probably not being super forward. I was just yeah. kind of like, guns make me nervous. He's like, well, then that means you just need more well, training. Then, yeah. You don't want to be super forward to someone who's wielding a gun. Yeah. Right. Listen, put the gun down. I have nothing to defend myself, but a quesadilla. Yeah. <laughs> so all of a sudden my roommate comes in and she's like, Hi. Because she sees he's holding a gun. And you're, like, in distress. And I'm kind of, like, on the couch, like, a little bit, like, rubbing my head, you know? <laughs> and she's like, what's happening? And I was like, well, he's doing his home teaching. And she's like, why do you have a gun out? And this roommate was a little bit more forward, forward with, yeah, like, like er, she didn't beat around the bush. Yeah, like, just, like, straight, yeah, like, straightforward. Like, straight what's shooter. happening? And she was like. Literally straight shooter. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. And she's like you need to put that away. And I was like, I told him I'm not very comfortable with guns. And she's like, and he was like, you guys, it's just because you haven't been around guns. And she's like, put the gun away. And she's like, I actually think you should leave. She's like, you're, you came in with one girl and you're showing her your gun. Like she was just sort of like spelling it out for him. And, um, he finally leaves and she was like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm actually not. I hit my head on the microwave, making a quesadilla. And then I was also waving his, there was a gun, gun. there was a gun. (laughs) And from then on, I like did not want him over. And I told his roommates, I'm like, if he's coming over, you come with him. He pulls guns out in my living room. (laughs) All right. Well, this girl said, speaking of guns, this is more serious than mine though. My guy was trying to be tough. Yeah. He was trying to show off his gun. Yeah. I don't think there was any malice. Right, that, right. You know, uh-huh. get kicked out. Although of he shouldn't have done it. school or whatever. Well, yeah, I feel so. like, like gun handling 101 is like, don't, don't do that. But I don't know. <laughs> I've never taken the class. So, anyway, this girl said she was in her new house, newer house in a neighborhood. Earlier in the day, the cops and an ambulance had been at their neighbor's in the afternoon. She said she really didn't think much of it, which again, I do. But later that night, um, she was putting her son to bed, and her husband was actually going through the police academy at the time. Okay. Hopefully not this same guy. Um, and he had, I guess, a qualifying practice the next day. So his gun was all disassembled. So he was having to clean it and prep it for the inspection for this qualifying test. And all of a sudden, she's putting her son down and she hears gunshots, like multiple gunshots. And so she didn't think twice. She called 911, told them what was happening. While she's on the phone, her husband's gun is in pieces. Yeah. But he still proceeds to go outside. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Assemble that thing quickly right isn't that part of your test this isn't a drill this time (laughs) so next thing you know after she goes outside cops come flying into their neighborhood and her husband's in the front yard so she just called the cops they're shooting next door and her husband's standing out in the yard Uh so they make him get down on the ground get down on the ground so he's getting down on the (laughs) ground and they're questioning him and they're clearing him and coming to realize that it's actually the nut job neighbor that apparently was arrested earlier in the day, uh, he takes a shotgun. He had shot the front door down. And <gasps> That's still scary to be the next door neighbor right, of that. Right. And she said they ended up being evacuated by the SWAT team. Oh, my gosh. And they had the house surrounded. <gasps> oh, my gosh. So they immediately ended up moving. Yeah. Bought a house away from the crazy house. But she said she can just clearly remember her husband before he went outside. Like, what in the heck? 
Like, are you thinking? Yeah. You know, well, going glad, out there. I'm glad he didn't go out there with a gun because then they would have gotten hit. Right. Well, for being very non-confrontational people, we've sure talked about a lot of confrontational situations lately on these episodes. I know, between road rage, road rage and, and neighbors. Yeah. But they've been some of our most submitted upon Yeah, people are excited. Episodes. You guys want to tell your story. Well, and they're very traumatic and funny. Yeah. And so they're, they stick in your memory. Yeah. So anyway, so keep, you know, keep, keep them coming. Keep your submissions coming. And just remember, if something like this happens to you, someday you'll <laughs> laugh about this. <laughs> All right. Keep following along with us on Instagram at GabFest underscore gals. Rate and review. Subscribe. All the things. If you're a small business or a big business yeah, and you want to discriminate <laughs> and you want to sponsor GabFest, be sure to DM us or email us and we would love to have you on. All right. See you guys later. Bye. This week's sponsor is Cuts by Curl Salon. If you are in the Box Elder County area and you're looking for a cosmetologist, you should go see Paige. She runs an in-house salon as a licensed cosmetologist and esthetician of 16 years. She offers cuts, colors, perms, facial waxing, and so much more. She has super flexible hours, which we know is a huge bonus. And she sells salon-level products without charging you any overhead. She will be giving our follower of the week and story of the week $50 towards product or services. She is brand new to the Instagram space, so be sure to go give her some love at cuts.by.kearl underscore salon. And remember, supporting our sponsors supports our podcast. 